1: Hello, welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Damian Sassauer. And I'm Rich Truman. And you know what those voices mean. That's right. It is (laughs) Fantasy Football Wednesday. I get so excited when we talk about this. (laughs) You know what? See, first, before we go on, I'm even more excited to talk about the lineup because we're going to push this every (laughs) time we talk about this. I made some money last week. Tell me about the
2: lineup. Well, you know, it's uh, it, it drops every Friday night at 7 o'clock, then again on Saturday mornings at 7 and 11 a.m. into college football, and we talk about everything in the sports world with a focus on sports gambling. And so, you know, this week's guest, Lee Steinberg, former superpower agent, uh, agent to Patrick Mahomes, agent to, uh, formerly to Steve Young and Troy Aikman and Warren Moon. So we've got a lot of questions to ask him specifically about the NFL, specifically about the rise of the wide receiver. Know where I made my coin? <laughs>
1: the <laughs> Cowboys played the Giants, and I put my money on the Cowboys. A little
3: stutter step move by Parsons. Jones fires, and the pass is intercepted by Diggs. He goes down, and the Cowboys think they've wrapped it up. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> but you know what? And speaking of that game, that brings us to wide out problems uh, because there was a significant injury at that game
3: it was sterling shepherd non-contact leg injury wow and was that. in so much pain he had to hop onto that cart both cowboys and giants came over to pat him on the shoulder pads
1: and uh, it's too bad because uh you know sterling shepherd i really like the guy and he's beloved in the locker room yeah. but he's out for the season but yeah.
4: let's be honest we feel bad for sterling Shepard, but he's not a big fantasy player he's a he's an, a good player for the giants a possession receiver and might get you four catches a game but as far as fantasy goes i don't see any impact whatsoever well, I, I don't see
1: Kenny Galladay stepping up either because and I'm sorry he's an alumni of the Lions but you know what he had a chance to prove it because he got benched in week two so he steps up week three here's a key pass drops the ball Michael
4: you're wasting your time on players that nobody is going to play (laughs) each week in fantasy give me
1: your knowledge sir tell me who should I be looking at
4: well I'm just looking at some stats after the first three weeks James Robinson drafted very low in every draft, a touchdown in every game, and he's the third highest running back scorer this year. To
3: give us to James Robinson, he's got it in more. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown on fourth down. James Robinson broke loose for the score.
4: I think he's good to go for the rest of the year. One guy who I think is a person to fade, and right now he's the fourth highest scoring running back in the league, is Hilaire of the Chiefs. Mm. He did have a touchdown last week, but he also had, uh, I think, zero yards on seven carries. So I could see fading him, but I think Robinson's going to be a good player for the rest of the year. Well,
2: let's stick on that wide receiver trend for just a minute here, because, you know, there's an interesting stat that's been called to my attention. I mean, if you look at the first three weeks of this season, right... The wide receiver position, and we all know you need guys who can put up big points on any given week 20-plus point weeks, right? 38 wide receivers have put up 20 or more points this season alone. By comparison, the running back and quarterback positions have only had 20. And the tight end position, obviously, has only had four. I mean, it's been a really weak year for the tight end. But the point is, what's interesting about it is if you look at the wide receivers who have gotten 20-plus points, yeah, you've got you know a handful with two, like Diggs and Cup. But it's been spread. It's not concentrated any longer. It's not these Jefferson, these tier one guys. It's guys like Olave. It's guys like Smith on Philadelphia, you know, who are putting up big weeks and starting to come into our own. Garrett Wilson on the Jets. So, you know, it's interesting, though, the kind of the evolution of the wide receiver this season in my mind.
1: Olave. woo! <laughs> I said I was going to do that. Uh, nice. <laughs> speaking of tight ends, there's a tight end that I have on one team that I sat and boy, he went off because I have Kelsey, and he's on your radar, Rich.
4: Yeah, he's not that highly ranked this week, but I think uh, Njoku of Cleveland uh, is a good play this week.
3: Back, looking, firing up in the air, caught, touchdown, David Njoku!
4: Last week, 9 for 89 and one yard and one touchdown. Plays the Falcons who so give up a lot of points. So I actually think he's for real. Uh, so I would stick with Najoku.
1: Quarterback, uh, you know what? I will tell you, a quarterback I am looking for. <laughs> if you're looking for a long shot at you want, I I'm loving Jared Goff with the Lions, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, and I like T.J. Hawkinson. He finally got off the Schneide, He got himself a tight a, a TD last week. You know, but if we're gonna talk quarterbacks, we just have to take one pause and pay homage to the human highlight reel that is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has had. Just to give you be clear, he has has broken the record for the most points over a two game span by a quarterback in the history of the NFL.
3: Jackson keeps it, has a first down, has a
2: touchdown, Lamar Jackson. I mean, he is crushing it this year, and he. I mean, look, I mean, he's had he he's just surpassed the most points I think by any fantasy player in the month of September ever. <laughs> so that just shows what he's doing. He's putting up 40 point weeks like it's nobody's business.
3: Hi, I'm Ron Kraszewski, chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit com. Stiefel
1: Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
4: So I'm going to ask you about another quarterback, Tua. Do you think he's for real or not? Now, he had the six-touchdown game against the Ravens, but besides that, 270 and one score against New England, 186 and one score against Buffalo. So what do you think is the real Tua? Well, he's,
2: he's winning games. So long as he's winning games and managing, you know, he's going to kind of come into his own. And look, the fact is he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Jalen Waddle, He's got Guseck. He's got a ton of, you know, of tools at his disposal. But I don't think last game is going to be a real sort of precursor for the way he plays because that Bill's defense is really, really good. So do, you, do you think he's a top eight quarterback the rest of the, the way? The rest of the way? Oh, well, I mean, let me think no, about my eight. A look, probably a not, not. Probably not top eight. But yeah, no, I think he's a viable starter any week depending upon the matchup and certainly a streaming option.
1: He's served. Because I picked him up in my other league is like, and I'm glad because you know it's like, it, it, which brings me to Russell Wilson. Uh, <laughs> what do you do if you on? have Russell Wilson? If, to give you an idea, folks, da- I lost to Damian this past <laughs> week because, and he had two zeros, two blasted zeros, and two things happened. Russell Wilson gave me diddly boo and then Justin Jefferson gave yeah. me four point squiggly squat. You're gonna and,
2: you're, you know. you're gonna start Jefferson every week. And quite honestly, you probably need to, you know, start Russ Wilson a few times more until he really bottoms out for you. Because look, I mean, he he's got a lot of tools. He's coming into his own. Look, that team's in a bit of disarray here at the coaching spot. I mean, look, you know, Russ Wilson is still Russ Wilson, but um, but I take your point man, you should not have lost to me last week.
4: Sleepers? No, I'm going to I disagree. I I would fade Russell Wilson. Oh. They're a running, they're a run first team. Yep. Their defense is really good this year and I I think that I mean, I know it's three games, but I don't see that being a high-scoring offense. I see that I see him. I would fade him easily. Fade him. The problem is, who else are you going to start? The one guy who stands out to me, who who's
2: still available in a lot of in a, in a lot of leagues, is um, Trevor Lawrence. That guy. You know, I think Trevor Lawrence is basically starting to feel it here, and he can definitely have a pretty big year if he continues to play the way he's playing. So he's one guy who might be available. He probably look to target. Before we go to sleepers, we traded together. You. Rich and I, we traded. Uh, I got
1: Aaron Rodgers, and I'm wondering if I should start Aaron Rodgers now over Russell Wilson. Uh, I think I would. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do that, and hopefully, I'll get a win this time. Uh, by the way, we you mentioned about uh, the tight ends. We've been talking about that. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Who's playing even better? Then yeah, Travis Kelce, He's the one.
3: <laughs> Shovel pass. Mark
1: Andrews in for the touchdown. you got to give him the the high five. And I'll tell you another guy you got to give the high five to, uh, and that's Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And i got to admit, I was throwing a little bit of shade. It's like, I don't know, he's been injured. Da-da-da. He is uh, the number one tight end ranked all on the league right now. You mean running back? Yeah. That too. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, I'm running back. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about too many different things. Yeah, but Saquon, I, 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 is, I, I, I,
2: Saquon I is, he is the man, dude. He's on my fantasy team. He rode me to success last week. I think, you know, what's interesting, though, is, you know, at the running back, it's really tough to pick him each week, right? Taylor had that first week, and he's kind of faded since. I mean, Eckler hasn't done much. Derrick Henry looked like a little bit like Derrick Henry, Henry last week, though, so that's a but, step you know, in the right but direction.
4: But is the only option on the Giants, realistically. He really yeah. they, they have no wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They have a rookie tight end who looks promising, but he's going to catch two with Three balls a game. Daniel Jones is not going to throw for more than two hundred yards a game. Barkley seems really to be the only option, especially if you can catch pa- passes out of the backfield. Wow. And you got these injuries, right? You got Mixon, yeah. you got Swift. I mean, you've got Cook.
2: You know, these guys might not play this week, so you know you better be scouring. Speaking of a good transition, yes. one
4: of my sleepers because you did mention Swift. I'll go with Jamal Williams again. Yeah, yeah. TDs in weeks one and three. Coach said he wants to maybe give Swift some time off to rest, so I like Jamal Williams. In the same game, the over-under in the Detroit-Seattle game is 50. I like Tyler Lockett. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. He's had nine catches each of the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geno Smith could be a possible add if you really need them. but I like Tyler Lockett and jo- Jamal Williams at that game. And I said buy low candidate last week, and I said not to play him last week, Tom Brady, but I think this is the week he starts to come alive. Weather permitting, because obviously the weather is right. poor in Florida, but I do like him against the Chiefs, too. Uh, and he gets Mike Evans back, so I like Tom Brady from now on going forward.
1: Well, before we lock it out, that brings up the point because Ian is going to move along the the coast up here on the East Coast. Yeah. So if you got any games that you're betting on yeah. or looking for a survivor, and if they're playing in that zone with Ian take a really good look because you might want to go with the under for a lot of these games if the game goes off at all.
2: Bucks chiefs Yeah. I mean, that's a big one, right? I mean, look, I, just while we're, before we let it go, I mean, the the one guy who I, and he's, it's kind of not a sleeper because he was a, a second round pick this year, but, you know, Debo Samuel has just owned the Rams over the past mm. few seasons. I mean, I think he's one of just three players to get at least 100 points over the last four games against any team in the NFL. He really has had the Rams number and that's going to be. I think that's a Monday night matchup, if I'm not mistaken. So it's primetime Debo Samuel time.
1: So by the way, you're three and zero. Oh, <laughs> oh magic. I, yes. Poof. And what are you? Two and one. Two and one. Okay. And you don't want to know what I am. Uh, that's
4: yeah. it for the big goose egg.
1: <laughs> for the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, Fantasy Sports Edition. Hey, we are here with our podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday for you and you hopefully you'll get some knowledge because rich truman and damien sassauer know what the heck they're talking about i'm michael Barr. Uh, you can follow me on twitter at big bar sports
2: and you can follow me on twitter at d sassauer
1: and just call up here if you want to talk to rich you know,
2: <laughs>
4: he's <Or> don't. good
1: <laughs> by the way you can download our podcast wherever you get them
4: leave a message at the beep. <laughs> <laughs>